0: twoquestions.tv brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs and small business owners
1: Welcome to TwoQuestions.TV, I'm Susan Barantinimo. Joining me today is Derek Champagne, a serial entrepreneur with over 15 years of experience developing effective marketing campaigns. He's the founder and CEO of The Artist Evolution, a full service agency building memorable brands, marketing tools and campaigns for startups to household brands. And he's the author of this book, Don't Buy a Duck, Stop Wasting Money and Only Do Marketing That Works. Hi Derek, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thank you so much, I'm excited.
1: I am too. Well, I love when I get a marketer on the show. We are kindred spirits, and I totally agree that businesses spend too much money wasting money on marketing. So how are some of the, what are some of the ways that businesses waste money?
0: Ooh, there's so many. I'll, I'll share one. Obvious, <laughs> one quick one that stands out to me is, is chasing shiny objects. Yeah, uh, because it's the newest thing to do, right? And so we like to go and say, what's the why behind why we're doing this? Why, why, why am, who am I going to benefit by doing this? How is it going to drive traffic back to us? Why, what's the point of what I'm doing? But often I, I challenge anyone to log in. If you're a marketer, if you have a business to log in to Facebook and not see some kind of new shiny object marketed to you this week. Oh yeah. And, hey, I'm guilty of trying all of them because as a marketer, we like to see the new ones. We're supposed to know what's going on. We need to test and see what's going to work for our clients. Right. So we look at them. But I understand, it's fun when there's a, when there's a shortcut to get somewhere, why, we'd be foolish not to do it. Right. But the problem is if there's not a good plan and if we don't really understand the environment of our customer and where we're trying to reach them and how we're trying to break bread and have a relationship with them, then the shiny objects can be a distraction. And mm-hmm. I'm all about strategic planning, not to strategic plan to death, but to have a good plan that makes sense and execute it. And if you keep hitting shiny objects, you're gonna get distracted from hitting those goals. So that's one. Uh, another one is when when a, per, a business simply doesn't know what works. They're just spending, we call band-aid marketing, right? They're seeing what sticks, they're they're throwing a dart and hoping it hits that bullseye, and they just don't know. And they just keep outspending. And we've seen many companies outspend, just keep continue to outspend, outspend, outspend without knowing what works. And so in my book, I do mention stop spending money for a few minutes and read yes. this because I challenge my challenge is this. We can all be smart marketers. I feel like marketing, and maybe I'm hypersensitive to this, and maybe you are too, Susan, I'm not sure, but <laughs> but you know, marketing can be can become a dirty word. It's kind of a necessary evil for some businesses. And they're like, yeah, and as an agency, we our job is not to convince them, but to be an ally and a partner to businesses and show them, hey, we're not here to use the big words. We're not here to do a crazy spend. We're here to do what, what works, what makes sense. So there's kind of a necessary relationship whether you love marketing or not, you've got to learn it. Either that or you've got to trust somebody to do it. And if you don't trust an agency, then you need to learn the marketing. We see either that or we see businesses that are afraid and they, I call the ostrich, and they put their head in the sand. They go, I'm just going to ignore yes. it. It's going to go away and it doesn't go away. And we work yeah. with businesses that have been around for what we call wounded birds. Maybe they've been around for 80 years, 100 years. But then all of a sudden, and they're, and they're untouchable until they're not. Yeah. And suddenly technology comes in and social media comes in and a, com- a competitor comes in and the competitor is not who they thought it was going to be. It's right. technology. They thought it was going to maybe someday, if it's a bank, thought a smaller bank might come in, or if they're a big manufacturing company, they thought maybe someone someday would make a comparable widget, but technology either made them irrelevant or their competitors understood how to use social media better. And suddenly they were, what do we do now? Yeah. And so, and, and some of them do nothing and they become obsolete and they, they are here in their life cycle, their business, which is this legacy, amazing legacy of what they built and employed hundreds of people. and Then all these big things. And then all of a sudden with, not understanding their landscape now, they're suddenly on quick decline. Yeah. Those are my favorite ones to work with because we see where they're at and if, they, if they'll if they stop for a few minutes and, and learn the basic concepts, I call the five crisis points in marketing. When you understand those, we see these businesses that have been at maturity level are stuck, all of a sudden have a whole new wave of growth for themselves again, which they were not even able to find before they unstuck those key marketing elements.
1: Exactly. And I, I loved that in the book when you were talking about listen just take a stop stop for a minute <laughs> just pause Hit the pause button and be courageous enough to, to hit the pause button stop and look at what you're doing what's working what's not working like really assess it because there right. it, I think yeah I heard you use the word environment and and I call it the marketing ecosystem mm. and and I think you know it's difficult to build that and, and to know, okay, it's all a part of the bigger system. It's all a part of the same thing. And each one plays off of the other. And it's not just like, you know, we see all these, you know, shiny objects where they're like, Oh, you know, Instagram is the way to sell now. Oh, okay. Let's go do Instagram. Oh, influencers are the way to sell now. Oh, let's go do influencers. Oh, we're back to Facebook again. Facebook ads are new again. Okay. Let's go do that. And, and, without a thought to the larger environment in which it's not one thing or the other thing, but, but the combination of things that's actually helping the brand create visibility, create relationships with its customers. Mm -hmm. Where do, where does a brand start though? If they've got this whole, you know, mishmash of things, which is where most companies are, I find, right, they've just too. got weight. wait, you know, okay, we've started doing this. We did this because we thought we were supposed to, and all the others in our brand were doing, or our industry were doing it. And they just have this weird mishmash of, of strategies. Where does a brand start to go, right. okay, here's what the ecosystem is this is how we sort of call out the, the losers and keep the winners and, and build that system.
0: Great question. And my suggestion is always, and I'm a simple guy, it's, it's do what works, right? We talked mm-hmm. earlier about podcasting equipment. I, I spent the first several months of mine recording and I thought I did it right handed to a producer and he said, you know, you were recording on your Mac the whole time. You weren't even using your <laughs> microphone. But it worked. We, it. we found a solution. It got out there. people. We figured it out, right? So yeah. I say go back to the basics. So make sure your microphone's working. <laughs> There's my example. And in business, a lot of times they have this mishmash and they don't go back to check the basic settings. Right. And that's what I'm here to teach you is we understand advanced level marketing. We build all kinds of strategies for some big brands. But I also know that it's, it's around, I've done, I've done close to 2,000 audits now in businesses to see what's working, what's not. I did some right before this call. And what I'm about to share with you is exactly what we dealt with. And they're like, you know what, Derek, you are right. I'm like, I know. We're talking about this all day long. We know this. <laughs> I know I'm people. right. <laughs> We know because, Not because I know I'm right, but because I've seen it so many times. Yeah, It's, it's, it's what we come back to in these thousands of audits are these, these simple crisis points. The first one is simple, but it's going back and saying, okay, do you really know who you are? Let's take a minute yeah. and we're going to look under the hood and we're going to fix these five things real quick. Okay. The first one is, do you really know who you are? What's the framework that you want to be known for? Have you re-identified that? If you've been around for a while, if you're new, great, you can start right now and do it right and save years of guesswork. -hmm. Who are you? What makes you different? What's going to be your unique selling proposition? As part of that, who's your competition? I don't want you to copy them, but relook at your competition. Don't copy them, but understand what they're doing, so you can see where your voice fits and where there is a need and a voice and a gap for what you're offering. So know who you are. I call the brands Bermuda Triangle. Brands are getting lost in this, and they just keep spending and getting more lost and making more noise. And when a bunch of brands don't are not clarifying what's going on, they're making a lot of noise. You know what happens? what happens is what we're seeing happen right now we're getting hit with 50 100,000 messages a day yeah. and it's just canceling out everything yeah. we can all help our own categories if we would stop for a minute get it right and we can oh, there's room for our competition too there's room if we all clarify our messaging and we can get so first thing who am i we got that understand who you are what do you want to be what do you want your customers saying about you what are those moods and emotions and adjectives and phrases next is who is your target customer I think we forget that. So I, re, I went back to the basics and re-clarified who I'm going to be for the next decade. Our agency just celebrated 11 years in July last month. After year 10, we went back and visited who we're going to be the next 10. We started over as an exercise. We're like, great. And now we have this amazing foundation of a decade. Some businesses have 50 years, 100, great. Don't use it as a crutch, but use it as part of your foundation, your value about and your, and your unique selling proposition. Now understanding your customer and really going back and taking your time with them yeah. If you forget your significant other's birthday, if you, if you want to take them out for dinner and they're a vegan, and you take them to your favorite steakhouse, those things aren't going to go well because you forgot what's important to them. <laughs> so You re-identified you, go back and identify your customer again and, and stop calling them a customer, call them a friend, call them your neighbor. And, and you, you know what your neighbor's like, you know what your significant other likes, you know what your friend's like, and treat them that way. Know all those things about them and you can start to make better decisions for them because you, you care. And so now you're starting to act more in a relationship way instead of in a transactional way where you're going, a shiny object, conversions, conversions. I have seen many companies, and this happened a couple of weeks ago, which I laugh because this, this client was trying to figure out how to reach a certain customer, a certain customer subsegment, and they were doing all these digital ads. And literally, when we were in the meeting, we look across the street and the customers were right there. They forgot to go across the street and meet their neighbor. So I'm not saying don't implement digital, but don't forget that, remember back to the basics is your microphone plugged in, go back to the basics. So you re-identify who you are, you re-identify who your target customers, You look at your tools and make sure they're working. I, I did an audit today and this, this guy had a great campaign and he kept getting stuck in a log jam. There was this bottleneck happening. His website was awful. So he's, he's paying all this money to bring them there and he's losing them, they're gone. Why, well, I didn't wanna invest in the tools right now. So I had this one person do, okay, well, Make sure your tools work. If you have gone through all this trouble a lot, watch, you'll see some commercials and things off after this, or you see it all the time, Susan. And you'll notice that they didn't take the time to fix their tools to finish the nurturing relationship. You went through all the trouble to get them there, to communicate with them, to show the values, to say, hey, we're a match. And they're like, good luck finding me, right? (laughs) Good luck finding me again. And so make sure your tools continue to hold their hand and and lead them through the relationship. Mm -hmm. And then the last two critical is have a plan. If I have a chapter in my book, if you don't have a, if your if marketing is not going according to plan, perhaps you don't have a plan.
1: Mm-hmm. If you don't
0: have a plan, how do you know where you're going? Right. There's no way, even if it's a simple plan, have a plan. I'm surprised that some big companies that we work with some big marketing departments whose plans are, they just really don't have a plan like they should. Right. It's not detailed enough. And the last thing is execution. It doesn't matter how creative you are. It doesn't matter all the good ideas in the world or all the best brand strategy. If you don't execute, you might as well just cut and put it on the, on the floor. It's, it's <laughs> not going to do any good you have to under you have to be consistent with execution and i and i compare it to a football analogy i'm a casual sports fan but think of most big plays in football don't happen most plays don't happen with a, a, a 90 yard pass or 90 yard run it happens first down at a time the goal is to get first down get the next first down get the next yeah. first down get the next first down that's real marketing yeah. marketing good marketing happens at first down time most big things in business do and when you keep looking back you're like oh i just I'm that much farther, and there's my objectives. I'm almost to the end zone. Yeah. And so that's the way we look at it. And the, and the last thing I have, we look at marketing. If you're building a campaign, even if you are doing really simple, we build it in three categories. Think of three buckets. And it could be this simple. The bucket on the left has a lot of pressure to it. It means that every dollar you put in that bucket is an expectation of a new customer. Mm-hmm. It's a new customer acquisition bucket. Everything I do in this category, if I write out my plan, write it on one piece of paper if you want. But have the section that says Here's the things I'm going to do that have an expected return. That way you're not wasting. Uh, I'm going to do radio. Does radio work? Do uh, I going to get a return? Am I measuring? Everything there is I expect this return. The middle bucket we do is the internal marketing because what good does it do to keep going and getting new customers if you can't figure out how to keep your own customers, if you can't figure out how to get them to refer you because they're more likely to, if you're not figuring out how to get them to buy other services you have because they're 80% more likely to, mm-hmm. you have to retain that middle bucket before you can do the other bucket. So your external, your internal, and the last category we have, which gets often overlooked and undervalued is the blue skies goodwill category. And in that category, I want you to say top of mind and tip of tongue. I want you to be doing PR. I want you to roll up your sleeves and be in either physically or virtually in the community of your customers where you're continuing to break bread, you're continuing to live in their community. When you do do those three together and put specific awareness pieces out around those, that's a really healthy integrated campaign that you can justify. Now that's the kind of campaign you build if you want to build market share and long-term growth. And that's why we put that third bucket. in. now, if you want to do a quick sale, there's nothing wrong with that. Go on this, this bucket, turn it out, turn it down. You better sell real fast. Yes. (laughs) If you want to build a company that lasts and gets market share, build the other two buckets and you are going to have a company that is a big company to contend with that is experiencing significant growth and sustainability.
1: That is fantastic. And that sounds like a really good ecosystem to me. I like it. I like it. Derek, where can people find you?
0: LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Derek Champagne spelt like the drink. I'm active there. I do book giveaways each week and I'm I'm very active on some of my favorite platforms. Um, I also have, if I can't, have a free marketing webinar that breaks down these five crisis points more. It is marketingstrategywebinar.net. And that's a free resource or you can
1: find my book at don'tbuyaduck.com. Awesome. And we'll have those links in the show notes for today. Thank you for being on the show.
0: Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you to the listeners as well.
1: All right, viewers, here's the book. Now, we're gonna have links down below to Amazon so you can get your copy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.
0: This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Baranchini Mo, visit
1: us at www.2questions.tv.